best thing that ever happened in my agency was this guy came in for a quote we thought had overalls on looked wet didn't have shoes on had sock wet socks on <laughs> and just kind of yeah and was just talking to us and and said he needed help and i said where you been he said i've been in the field praying like <laughs> oh, okay and so we just sat there and text each other like what do we do and she said my office manager at the time said don't give him a ride and <laughs> luckily he just eventually left so oh man did I'm you see where he went no we we kind of watched but i think he went next door or something uh, that's well, probably the one of the wildest things <laughs> and, uh, i'm toby hedges uh, from tupelo mississippi and i'm an insurance dude Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com. Dot com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. Boom. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I have a follow up question was for it? that. It was yeah. like from the mid calf down. And and what was, was your methodology of testing wetness? <laughs> The color difference oh. going from <laughs> light khaki to dark khaki. Oh, okay. So the khakis were wet. Khaki, yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay. And I said, what were you doing? He said, I was just been, he said, I've been out in the field. Okay, what were you doing out in the field? He said, I was praying. So oh, that's it. No that follow. It. Yeah. And so we just kind of sat there and from what I remember, he just he just left. <laughs> you should have said if you were praying for water, it looks like you got it, buddy. Got it. Yeah. 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 Sounds like he, something you do yeah. here in Arizona. Pray for right. the water. <laughs> that I, was, you could walk around this town all day long and not get wet. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh, Toby, wow. bet I you. love you, you have a cigar in there lit yeah, up. I do. Yeah. Love it. You're, you're our first o'clock. cigar smoking insurance dude on the podcast. On the podcast. Like yeah. Yeah. I was just, Jennifer goes, You did on the, on the teledudes? Well, yeah. It was. <laughs> Bad after lunch and cigars pretty good after lunch. And I just started smoking a cigar. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so, Love it. Yep. Uh, have you had it. any whiskeys today? Today I have not. Uh-uh. Not yet. No. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. That's later. They, young. Yeah. They go real good <laughs> with the with the cigar along with the Bloody Marys. So it just depends. <laughs> so it depends you, on you, how many how many hang ups I can take when I need a drink. <laughs> I like something. that the you know? Whiskey yep. goes good with the cigar and the Bloody Mary. Yeah. Right. The, the, you're, yeah. So have you ever had um, a Bloody Mary with, gosh, I'm, I'm a little unschooled at the moment, but the, the smoky uh, whisk, like Mezcal, that's not um, whiskey, but uh, that's a Bloody Maria. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, 
but now they're doing smoky? all these uh whiskeys where you can like turn the glass upside down and smoke it you know and all this fancy yeah stuff. and uh <clears throat> i just get a cigar and smoke it blow it drink why as men i think or dudes do we when we have something great we have to tinker with it yes and yes wreck it. yeah i don't know if y'all drink but you go into the liquor stores now there's just gobs of choices of whiskeys and tequilas and the yeah. choices are mind-numbing you know we, we complicated it i mean i went to the atm machine the other day okay just gonna take out some cash <laughs> there's five six steps <laughs> where's where the time when i've just put my card in put my code got cash you know right now i have to choose language what account what kind of cash quick cash fast cash ten dollars you know, upsell, downsell. That's right. Do you want to open an account? Do you want to buy a policy? Right. Yeah. So anyways, it's just, uh, you're right. We tinker with it. It seems like you want to donate $3 of it. Yeah. Right. You sound, you sound remarkably like Matthew McConaughey. Has anyone ever told you that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. right. Yeah. There we go. That was going to be the test. (laughs) I taught a, I taught an insurance class, you know, for them to take, you have to sit so many hours in Mississippi and, and we'd go over the test, and one girl said that. She goes, you're kind of like, talk like Matthew McConaughey. And she said to, to say that, all right, all right. All yeah. Right. <laughs> so I had to, had to do it in class, in that class. So well, that was, that, yeah, I wish we could get an audience like that set on insurance because they yeah. paid attention and, and <laughs> I, learned I wanna, stuff. Doesn't he say in Remember Days and Confused, isn't that where all right, all right, all right came from? It, I think, I think so, it was. Yeah. yeah. I think it's right. So, I don't even think – you know what? I'm not going to quote the line because I don't want to be quoted saying the line. So never mind. Let's just move on. Oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> That's good quality podcast. So, Toby, what's a whiskey-toting, cigar-smoking dude like you? How did you get into this crazy business of insurance? Uh, well, I started originally from Arkansas and did an intern at UCA. Well, for Northwestern Mutual at University of Central Arkansas, where Scotty Pippen played ball, oh, and uh, was always real a, champion. Yeah, yeah. So I always liked people talking, carrying on, having a good time. I knew that uh, some people that I knew were in the insurance business and were successful, uh, and so I interviewed there and. They didn't want me at the time. They were looking for somebody else. I didn't have the experience. I was 22. And so I interviewed with a company I'm with now. And uh, they, they didn't want me over there in Arkansas. And so I ended up getting a friend of the family and ended up in, supposed to be in Oxford, Mississippi, ended up in Tupelo, Mississippi. So started a scratch agency in Mississippi. Didn't know anybody in the state or the town and started doing it. Saw some success. Liked most of it. And then uh, liked the the freedom and the challenges. And that's just kind of where, how I got started. And I just knew that I didn't, I didn't know if I could live in the corporate environment of all the stuff that happens, you know, the bureaucracy or whatever that stuff is that you call, you know, I like to be in not the choir or the preacher, but in the congregation, I can do and say what I want to, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So that's how I kind of got into it. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess the majority can live in that world, right? Right. But I mean, yeah, you, me, Jason, yeah. and everybody listening are not cut from that mold. No, I, I just, you know, you would have meetings 
probably like this. You know, there was a issue at one company where they weren't getting people to turn in their time cards, you know, to get paid. What are we going to do about them not turning their time cards? Well, I think my dad, yeah, my dad was at the meeting. He said, don't pay them. <laughs> don't pay them. They'll turn in the time card. Y'all had to have a meeting about this, you know? Yeah. Well, they, they probably had eight meetings about <laughs> it. I know. So, you know, anyways, that's just, I think that I certainly couldn't do it now. You know? Yeah. Not that anything's wrong with it, but I don't know. I just, I just know that nothing's guaranteed except, you know, death and taxes, certainly death. So, <laughs> Your money's not guaranteed, so it's just fun to have some control over it. Yeah. And I, I think it's exciting both ways. Sometimes you have real good months. Sometimes you have bad months, but you just you keep going. So, yeah. So you must have had some some nice wins in the beginning to kind of get your beak wet and, and get you excited about this. Yeah. But can you take us back to something that besides the guy with his wet? wet, wet, wet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Wet what was that early win? I have to think um, one of the neatest ones was uh, when I first started, I'd go give business cards out. And what I did, a little Snickers, two or three Snickers, two or three business cards. And uh, I just go around. I'd introduce myself. That's all I'd say. And this lady came in and wanted a quote on a commercial building. And I said, well, how'd you hear about me? She goes, well, you came in the office some time ago and left Snickers and a business card. Ended up writing her business, car, life, everything. That and then also seeing where when I would door knock or I'd go see somebody and leave a brochure and they'd call back and then ask how they heard about me. That and then, you know, there's incentive trips that you can earn, earn one of those. And there was an agent uh, that found out that I wasn't hired in a certain place and said, what happened? Why didn't we get this guy? You know, <laughs> so that was some of those things. And then, of course, I had a lady one day text me. And she said she was, uh, thank you for spending so much time with her, just listening and talking to her. And I forget that because we get to hurrying and doing. Uh, and so th that side of it's pretty powerful. Um, yeah. What we can do with a pen and insuring people. And most of us, certainly this group of guys and gals are doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. And so seeing somebody, this house is... And I, what really solidified it for me was in, uh, I think it was 2014. You know, you hear, we're going to do this. We're going to pay. We're awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then actually seeing the tornado that came through our area and watching what the company did. We showed up. We paid. That's there was cool. no problems. Nobody complained that they didn't get paid. And so seeing uh, that, believing and seeing, you know, is what. Yeah. So that's the, the, the biggest thing, I think, that slowly over time. Yeah, solidified it for me, you know, and all this, all this other stuff is trying to get to that point. It's just there's, it's gotten so hairy to get to the people now. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah. So Toby, you're you are a one man shop right now. Right. Right now. Tell yeah. me. Yeah. So so has your team? Have you grown it and and talk about like the team over time? Yeah. Well, at first when it I had it was me and a office manager secretary, whatever we want to call that. And that was that way for a while. And then the company I work with started throwing out little nuggets where you could get an affiliate and this, that, and the other. And so I had hired a couple people to call certain times. And I think I did that at a wrong time. So basically kind of what, what I'm doing with the Teledudes, but it was a different version. Did that. And then I hired a person to come in and sell, be a producer. And it just wasn't his, what he was wanting to do. And then COVID happened. And I was seeing the business change before then. A lot of online, a lot of texting, a lot of calling, 
not coming in, just the, the, the way the consuming public bought it. And so now I'm just me and then plan to get some more producers or hire a producer at, at some point in time. So that's kind of how it's, how it's evolved. And we're a slow and our company slow and steady growth. Think like barbecue, you know, low and slow. <laughs> and uh, I don't know when they're going to figure it out, but there's a few agents that are figuring out that this is not going to work anymore. We're going to have to start doing some things a little different. What does that look like? I mean, I think there's next person I'm probably going to look at hiring is probably going to be a, what do they call it? Virtual sales type person. You know, that person could be anywhere. So yep, that's, that's kind of what I'm seeing. And, um, <laughs> I had an agent one time said, you're all by yourself. How do you do it? I said, hell, I'm good. You know, <laughs> he, he laughed and I said, but I'm just real who I try to write, get it all done. So on and so forth. Yeah. So that's kind of where I, where I've been. And then, you know, had a couple kids and youngest one has is autistic. So that takes a little bit more time. So I've had to adjust on what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. And so that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, the next thing I'd like to, I'd like to find some producers, but that's pretty much I feel like Nick Saban here. That's pretty much, you know, how we got to, yeah. We just let you go. Well, you know, let you go. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. So you run out. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. I think the one man, sh- so there, you know, there's, we come across a lot of one man shops every once yeah. in a while. And it's like, uh, you, you always have such a great attitude and great outlook, especially in the, you know, the teledudes, elite meetings and you're one man shop and you truly do enjoy like talking to your clients and, and you love what you do. And it's so cool. It's like, uh, it's a very cool perspective on it and not, there's not a lot of people doing that these days. Like you said, things are changing and stuff, but you've, you know, now you got a uh, telemarketer and you, you're, you're doing things to, to make yourself more available. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I, I love it's it. Just, we've got, there's some agents. I mean, you can do whatever you want to, of course, you know, like there's two or three or four or five, but you can, and I've done it. I've grown too fast, you know, when I had an intern and, and I had a person calling and I had an office manager and me and it just, ugh, just didn't work, you know? And so now I don't know what that's going to look like, but I think it's going to be to where we're going to do the teledudes because there's no other way that I've learned to how to get business besides calling the people. Right. Right. I mean, I, I've done it since 1998, you know, with door knock and call. It's what we've always done. And even back in some of the literature and stuff that I've read back in the 50s, it was the same way. When somebody came in for a quote, there was a problem. You know, there was, you couldn't right. write them. So I've stopped all of my advertising and I'm just solely focused on stirring up outbound stuff by, by the phone and so on and so forth. And I love it. And, and that's just what I've seen. And, you know, why do I want to, you know, people say, why are you buying leads? Toby? I mean, that's a lot of money. And I was like, well, do you have a billboard? Yes. How much are you paying for that billboard a month? Oh, 300 bucks. Okay. For them to call you. At least I get 300 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and so it's yeah, pretty expensive. But yeah. So yeah. that's to get their eyeballs on it. Instead, I'm like, I, I'd rather have a phone number and I can call them to try to. So that's just what yeah. I've seen. And, I, and I've tried all the different things and nothing else seems to seems to work. We've talked to some indie agents that have some good automations rolling and the version of contact rate that you get from just texts is pretty low. Like you still, even with the great automated stuff that you can do on the independent side that we can't do as captives because, mm-hmm. you know, we got some handcuffs on, but right. uh, besides that, like, like they're, they're still having to get people on the phone. There's still a lot of waste. If they're not, I know some agents that aren't and they're wasting a lot of leads. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's like, let us call them then, you know, because uh, yeah. I guarantee you we're going to get a lot more people on the phone. And, and at the end of the day, even if you are texting back and forth, uh, you still need to talk to them at some point. At some point, the conversation ends up on the phone. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't mm-hmm. think there's any way to get around that, you know? Right. Yeah. And nowadays it's like the importance of contacting people, like if you're in person, it's really important. And if it's on the phone, it's really important. And it goes back to email and whatever else. So nowadays, in a doubt, call them, you know? Yep. They may not answer, you know, but yeah, eventually it's going to have to come back to the phone call. I mean, there's an 85% chance they won't answer today. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and I've never understood it in a world where we're so connected. We can get in touch with everybody easier, but we're so disconnected. Uh, yeah. You know, don't call me, text me, you know, or, I mean, that's fine. But I mean, this is insurance. We got to talk, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've done some things that I've written policies over text now, you know, cause it just, I couldn't get them. And so I did it that way, but yeah, I, there's just a bunch of tools out there and there is, you've got to figure out which ones you want to use and, and do it. But it, the human's still going to be involved. Yeah. I mean, it's funny too, because you see a lot of agents that are so heavy on the tools, right? They're yeah. all in on the automation and they they just poo-poo any of the old school sales methods. And then you have the old schoolers that just absolutely won't use any of the tools. They're just true to heart of the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. But man, it's like, d- dude, the combination of the both is the true magic. It's like going into, you know, go if you have both skills, where you're the old school sales, door knocking, telemarketing type of dude. And you mix that with all the cool tools that you have to really amplify your skills. There's no stopping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what kind of what I'm doing. I'm doing the teledudes. And then I've got in the community, I'm a member of the realtors board and the, the mortgage bankers. And then the Community Development Foundation has a, our chamber has a thing where we can be affiliate uh, uh, ambassadors where we can go to ribbon cuttings and such. So, Oh, cool. I was thinking about mixing that stuff up and it's like, this is what I need to do. This gets me out there amongst the people. A lot of times it's the same people, but out there and then do the calling and, you know, just let it rip. Now, the biggest thing, I'll tell you all this story. I I think I was sitting outside at my other house, had a cigar, had a good (laughs) whiskey, and I just, it hit me. So you're relaxed. I relaxed. Yeah, it hit me. (laughs) And I said, I started thinking about two things, claims, okay, and retention. Since I started, if somebody had a claim, I would make a note and call them a week later, you know, be something like Jason, just calling you, seeing the claims going. That was it, you know, and uh, I'd call my lapses, you know, people that lapse, I'd call them, did it, still do it today. And I went, oh my gosh, my retention has stayed where it is. You know, it'd go up a little bit, go down a little bit, but it stayed right there. And then claims, I'd probably lost a couple of people over 20 years because of claims too. And it wasn't because, you know, things happen, but, <laughs> and I went, Oh my gosh, but guess what? I've changed all the time. And since 98, what marketing, how to sell insurance, whiskey, right. whiskey, and whiskey, whiskey too. Right? <laughs> but I mean, I would More go this way and I go this way and, and yeah. I advertise over here. I call over here. I do this, I do that. So I never did it long enough to bingo. So I'm like, my gosh, you know? And so I guess I'd get frustrated because it wasn't happening so fast, you know, I want it. And I want it now before it was cool, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's our mentality, right? That's how yeah. we are as Americans or humans yeah. or business owners or whatever is we want it yesterday. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so that's the, I think that's, 
you know, part of the whole the whole function of the Teledudes Elite and the group and and all of that is to help manage that part of it, right? Right. Is, right. is help manage that piece because we went through it, you know, and we didn't have oh, anybody yeah. else. Like we were no. we were yeah. out there figuring it out, and I mean, it was years of struggle. And then when I finally broke through, I mean, I almost can't quit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's part this. of your, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Jason, Jason told you just to or that buy more, spend more, it, buddy. More. No big deal. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it's right. funny, like when when the shift happens, because I was terrified and I was watching every dollar. Oh, I and once that. I oh. let go of that fear, or I mean, the fear was there. Sure, and the fear still comes back. But being able to identify it and go, okay, that's just the fear, you know, mm-hmm. like the all the what ifs. But right. I don't need to what if this thing to death. I have proof. Right, I have proof over here. We did three hundred k in one month. We did two fifty. Right. We did two seven. Like we were yeah. doing it, and so it's like I know it's there. I know we have the formula, right? And it's yeah. just I just love that it's math. You know, like there's no and all those other things that I've done because I've tried everything and I've done every different sure. possible yeah. thing that there is. Like we never really dove into the math and we never did it long enough. And I think anything can work if you do it. And you do it consistently, right? Mm-hmm. Just right. keep doing yeah. it. You yeah, go yeah. knock doors. You're not going to get results today. Uh-uh. But if you do uh-uh. it every day, you're going to start closing people. Right. Is that the yep. most effective use of, of your time? Probably not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, No. If I could just say, I know if we quote 10 people, we're going to close one. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So how many leads do I have to buy to quote 10 people? Okay, great. You know, how many dials do I need if I'm going to buy that many? It's like having all of the analytics and numbers makes it very simple right mm-hmm. to just execute on a marketing plan and then watch it go and know it, yeah and know it work yeah and you would think that i mean there was times i would ask questions of the company and say hey look, how do we do this how do we do that you know they'd give you stuff and then not know how to get there you know right and well, so a- that was that was a, you know it's like i mean mcdonald's can tell you what where you need you know they've got like the franchise has some information so there really was a there really wasn't anything to follow besides doing right what you what you thought to do, you know? And so like when I first, I think I Googled, I don't know how I got on the podcast. It's the first thing I heard that. And then I don't remember, started looking and then started chit-chatting one, I think Greg or somebody about the cost and this and that. And they're, you know, hesitating on, is this, would this work? Is this not going to work? Is, you know, are they gonna answer the phone? Right. Is this, you know, all the crap that we, you know, go through, are they going to, I mean, I'm from Mississippi. I think I'm the only Mississippi person that I know of that buys leads. I think I'm the only one that does the teledude. So <clears throat> are they going to answer the phone? You know, all this stuff. And I just, you know, decided one day, I said, well, let me just do it and see what happens. And I started May 16th and I told myself, I'm not going to look at this hard at all until a year. That's so May 16th of next year. Now, some of your landing and some of the guys are going to look at some numbers, just kind of see where if I'm kind of doing what I'm supposed to do and blah, 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 and just to check in. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm just going to see what it looks like then, you know, and I, I mean, I can see what I've quoted and because shelter keeps up with that. You know, they have a, yeah. you know, you quoted so many. And so you're, you know, you want to be like 30%, one out of three is what we are. So every three people we quote, we typically write one. Uh, you don't want to get too high or too low. If you're too high, you're writing, you're not quoting enough. If you're too low. You're so, and then I looked one day and said, okay, how many, how many calls does it take to get the quote? You know? And then when I saw yeah. your thing that you did that funnel, I still got a picture of it. I yeah. went, there it is. There it is. Because my, I mean, the quote, 
the numbers that you had, like the percentage and whatever, it was really close. And it's that's pretty all I'm, close. Yeah, it, I mean, and sometimes, on the, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. and sometimes on the yeah, yeah, and sometimes on the teledude calls, sometimes I mean, I, some of them don't want to go too deep, and that's fine, you know. But for me, I know that the longer I look at the numbers, that's two or three people I could have called or whatever. But right, right. For me, that was my problem. I'd analyze too much, and then greatest thing my wife taught me. She said, "I said I want to find out." X, Y, Z. She goes, okay, what are you going to do with that information? I was like, I don't know. Well, if you don't know what you're going to do with it, why the hell are you going to get it? Right. right. <laughs> I was like, duh to me, you know? So just stuff like that, that just makes you wonder. And sometimes you just want to know, but right. you don't need to know, you know? Right. So yeah, it's just interesting. And a lot of people tell me that I have the, the skill set to not figure people out, but communicate with them and get them comfortable to talk to you and because that's what you got to do eventually is like hey look you know this you ain't got to buy this stuff i just like to talk to you about it you know you yep. a chance i think um, I, and, yeah. that's one of the the keys i think to when i see like you know when i see our team get on that and i think most sales people do it they go on the, yeah. the the sales roller coaster i call it yeah you know right and when they're when they're high they're high and they sound great and they're not worried about sales because they're not worried about sales they're yeah. talking to people and they're excited so they're talking about all kinds of stuff you know mm-hmm. and then they go d- on those downswings on the roller coaster and they don't sound as fun and then they get right. worried about their sales so they're going to get out uh if you don't want to buy I'm going to go to the next call right and it's like yeah. so they're 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 taking out the chit chat they're cutting corners on the quote Right. And they're wondering, oh, these leads suck. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're not the same dude a week ago on the phone. You were excited. Yeah. You talked to that dude for 30 minutes and he told you no. Mm-hmm. And then finally after the 40-minute mark, he said yes. At 35 minutes, he was not going to buy from you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's what you see. And then it's like, but they don't see it, you know? Right. But it's yeah. it's a 100% what you're saying. You don't think about your wants. Like, if you're thinking about, I just want to sell it. You're not gonna sell oh, it. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, that I don't, I, and I don't know how they know it, but they do. I mean, what somebody they calls it commission it's breath. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, they do. I mean, they sales do. stank, sales stank, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's Ve- just Vegas yeah. knows about it too. Like if you get desperate at the end and you go, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. I put it all in. What happens? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Dealer gets you a blackjack. Yeah, like, Bye. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. You know, it's like every time the same thing. Yeah. And I think that's the, uh, I think you actually have to, you kind of have to get your mind right, like playing a football game or something. 100%. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I right over 10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.